Welcome to the Supply Chain Tech Podcast with Romby. In this episode, we speak with Marco Aurelio Di Andrade. Marco is the Customer Intelligence Analyst at Gerdau Summit, and he talks to us about how you can use technology to monitor working process inventory in large manufacturing lines like his. Marco, welcome to the podcast. Uh, such a pleasure having you here. Uh, I know you are, and I know you are uh, actually spearheading a phenomenal project uh, around manufacturing supply chain visibility at your company. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of value that you're deriving from it, uh, which we would like to dwell into in detail here. Um, so Marco, before we begin talking about the project and the value and how you went about implementing visibility, um, can we understand a little bit about your role and what Gerdor does in Brazil? I'm a mechanical engineer, but I'm a, I don't actually my my folk, my work focus is it's a little bit twisted from a mechanical engineer. It's a, I work with innovation and uh, I work with uh, data analysis and uh, developing developing app, apps, developing software inside the Gerdau Summit. Gerdau Summit is uh, it's one of uh, Gerdau sites in Brazil. And as you know, Gerdau is a major siderurgical leader in Brazil and in the world. We have a lot of milling, milling operations around the globe. Uh, uh, nowadays, it's mainly focused in the, America, the Americas. Uh, but Gerdau Summit is a joint venture with uh, Sumitomo Corporation from Japan as well as with JSW, Japanese Steelworks. And we focus on casted and forged products, like big products, like uh, uh, running new rolls. It's, it's a big core uh, uh, products that's it's used for the rolling mills in the rolling mills. It's it's its main responsibility is to to confirmate mechanically the 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 steel to become an end product to be consumed as a is a commodity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we produce uh, besides rolling new rows, we it's a so it's a, they are big assets, right? They range from five hundred kilograms to sixty thousand kilograms. So they're big, big products for like two meter diameter uh, cylinder, like two meter diameter and five meter long. So. And uh, we also produce uh, parts from the for the wind for the wind wind turbines. Like uh, we produce uh, rings to make uh, the bearings from the 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 bearings that they are inside the the windmill. So mainly big products, uh, big and heavy products. If we are one of Difficulties to in the logistics areas. There are big challenges in there. Marco, that's uh, very interesting because every time uh, you know you talk about manufacturing, people always think that uh, there is not so much of high tech technology used uh, in supply in the supply chain side of manufacturing. Of course, you know manufacturing has already gone through that automation wave and uh, 
maybe what Gartner calls as the hype cycle. But today, uh, when it comes to the supply chain side of manufacturing, which is within your facilities as well as outside your facilities, um, you seem to have invested in uh, technologies to gain visibility into uh, your supply chain, which includes your working process, uh, you know, which includes your job progress uh, tracking. Uh, so could you tell us a little bit about um, what motivated you to explore visibility within uh, the manufacturing facility uh, as these manufacturing uh, components go through different stages? You know, Prem, uh, since we produce big, uh, big uh, uh, products, uh, our products are not uh, shelf products. They are each each customer has its its own products. It's they are very custom made products. So ha having the visibility of them across our site is essential because the they are they are not only one product line. It depends on the the customer needs. Now we are mainly customer centric uh, and company, so the customer is our core business. You no, know? so we we need to have the the cont the control of the, our our products in, in the tip of our hands because of their the schedule of the deliveries from our customers. They. Since we are entering a new markets now, the, the, the time to provide a, 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 the, the products for our customers, it's really critical for the customer success. Interesting. So this is actually coming out of the fact that you really want to stay committed to your customers on the timeline that you offer them. So is this like a make to order model that you follow with That's your customer? Mm-hmm. So the customer places an order and then you begin uh, manufacturing the, the product uh, to suit the customer's specification. And typically, how long does it take for a customer to receive their product from the time that they place an order? Uh, it depends on the, the, the customer needs. Sometimes they, are, they have a critical, they can, um, they have a critical, they, they can have a critical, a piece that uh, it will affect its operation, um, but uh, can say from start to manufacturing to the end, the the product needs takes uh, around from one month to three months, depends on the the product line. Interesting. And in this time frame of one month or three months, what are all those things that can possibly go wrong which kind of increases this timeline or keeps the customer waiting oh you know uh since since, since our products are big our process time are are big you know primarily uh, on his treatment process uh, there are some kinds of cycles that takes uh, almost months to complete so some uh, small delays on preparing a batch for the process are really critical you know if you you need to prepare a batch with pieces one two and three you know or you can't find the, the the second piece it's a major issue you delay not only one 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 product you, you delay is the whole batch interesting so what you're saying is so you have an order 
and then you have multiple components that comprise that order. And if you mm -hmm. cannot find all the components that go into that order, you're probably just maybe it's you found 99 of those components, but you still have that one component which is remaining. Uh, yes. But that's going to actually yes. delay the whole order and the onward shipping to the customer. Yeah, bigger products, bigger problem. Bigger when the the, the products increase in size, it's, it has a, a lot of uh, logistic problems to store it within the process. Then you know, sometimes you have a, you have a huge size, so because uh, we have to store big products and service within, you can just store it in a shelf. It's not a simple. Product you have you have even safety issues about the the the, the storage of these products, right? You can just put it right beside one another because it's a the cylinder, it's a huge cylinder of uh, twenty uh, thousand kilos. If it's it starts rolling, then it's a it's a, it's a huge uh, security issue. So. When we are dealing with uh, this kind of logistic problems, we have to know which where which uh, where the product is with a certain kind of reliability. Not only oh, we just start this product in this buffer. So I, if I have if the, the logistic operator have to reach for the the products that's behind it, it has to move to move the the pro, the, pro, the the anterior product. Then, if you were just relying on paper or just a, a, the memory of someone, it, when you move a big uh, uh, this kind of uh, logistic operation, you you need to to depend on something else. You, know? you have to implement technology. You have to improve the the control of the the the, the logistic. Uh, data. Marco, uh, so what you're telling me is that um, even if you're using, you know, digital systems, right? Um, not knowing where that particular component is uh, or uh, the sub assembly is, uh, is going to affect uh, the fact that somebody has to actually manually go look for it. And sometimes that also means uh, moving things around and you know a lot of unproductive time that goes into that and uh, uh, that's why you chose to uh, monitor your job progress and all mm -hmm. the components that come along with it. Um, so how is this visibility journey uh, for you? I'm sure uh, it must have taken some time for you to uh, evaluate the different types of solutions available. Uh, and identify what works, what doesn't work, uh, and so on. So could you tell us a little bit about that journey to identify the right technology that will do the job to get visibility in your job progress monitoring use case? Okay. Uh, when I started the journey, it was, uh, it was more than one year ago. I just, I was, Depending with a market full of um, RFID solutions, you know, mm -hmm. uh, any consultant uh, uh, company could that we went, so, oh, have you tried RFID? It's many years. It's a big. It consumes a big part of the market, uh, but it's kind of a 
it's an uh, antique technology. You know, it's I, I heard from it a long time ago, so I I want to to, to study it, right? So I, I one of the first uh, problems we 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 watched over RFID is because the, the interference with metallic uh, metallic products. So the the first case, if we fix a RFID tag on a on other products, it wouldn't need to be the the cheap uh, the cheapest and the most standard one. It would have to be have a special coating, and then we when, when after we evaluate that, it's in the the nature of the the RPG, We we just don't kill the the major problem, right? Because you you just pass through gateways and then you scan about with it. And if you if you lost the visibility of the the, the gateway, you, you still need to allocate uh, someone to go to the site with a collector and start scanning. So it's not an an active uh, kind of uh, monitoration. So I have contact with um, another kind of um, technologies. I, I I also saw about more. So it's sucked, but the sensor it's it's really it's it's not only for localization. You know, it's it has different kinds of purpose on the the tracking device. It's like a it has a lot of potential. You know, it's fantastic kind of technology, but it's, it's over. It's over about for the the product the process we we have to to the problem I have to solve right. And so we, we, we kind of look at that also to BLE. You know, it's like a simple protocol of communication. It's less data we need. It's uh, like a cost riser. And uh, the size is really critical for us. You know, if you, if you want to implement a LoRa talking device, uh, talk device to communicate with the network, it would have to be become much less the size of my hand with a huge battery. It is, consumes a lot of uh, resources that we we just really don't use it. Doesn't doesn't match the 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 requisites of the the product the project. So we we decided to study a lot about BLE since it's, it's uh, resource wise about battery about size. It's really critical for our process because. Uh, how do you have another problem? How do I put the, the tag on my product? It's really critical because it's like a, a really big slab of metal. You know, really hazardous uh, environment with a lot of dust. It's a, an amazing industry, you know, it's, it's like a, with high temperature, it's not uh, suitable for, for, for not devices, not fragile devices, you know. So we, we it has to try it with BLE so to solve our problem. And these BLE tags, when do you actually put them on the asset and when do you take them off? Uh, we take them off from the when we will ship it to the, the customer. So the, the final process when we are shipping it to the customer, we remove the tag. 
And uh, to insert in the process, we we decide early on, not on the, the first process because it has the the elaboration of the, the liquid metal, so it's not possible to, to start there. But after the 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 product takes its first shape and it's cooled down, you know, then it's able to start uh, being monitored. So by inserting the sensor, uh, you are able to watch every product uh, which is part of that order go through your entire factory premises and give you live status updates on where this is at what point in time and uh, if it's sitting there for too long, uh, if it has missed a particular process, uh, so not only are you able to move this faster, but you're also able to ensure that this has actually gone through all the stages mm -hmm. in your manufacturing process. Uh, we, we don't we don't implement it, uh, uh, yet the 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 discrete uh, phase of the process because you know it's it's really small small areas uh, we are kind of not mature enough in the project to go to that grain of uh, of uh, detail you just like i was seeing bigger areas because you know uh, other process doesn't happen in uh, the well-defined line mm -hmm. so it would be effectable to determine it as on for each work center so mm -hmm. we, we find zones of work centers you know because um, one machine that is uh, it's, uh, it's besides one another, one another, they do different kinds of, of um, operations in the, the process, but they are really close within each other. Like uh, within 20 meters, you have two machines that do different kinds of uh, processes. You know, they are vert vertical lathes that they are have each one have is small uh, contribution to the product. But uh, from a higher perspective of uh, uh, bigger parts of the, the process, you know, and uh, uh, we can have the, 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 the visibility of uh, the idle time of the, the, this, this kind of uh, product, you know. So we can uh, supply our uh, SOP uh, sector to uh, details and size, not just relying on uh, appointments from the MES uh, solution. Interesting. So you're actually able to match your SOP with the actual movement <clears throat> or the trail or this product actually takes across your factory and reduce the idle time in the process, which again translates to uh, a quicker order delivery uh, to your customer so that you can keep up your commitments. This final objective, but we are we are starting to generate it, right? We we implemented in different phases because we have different uh, products, not just only only rolling new rolls. We have uh, rings and uh, forged sleeves and uh, main shafts. So each one has its kind of engineering problem. To how do I fix the tag in the the products. How do I train our our operators to to do the do the 
the operation of the system, how to, uh, does he uh, uh, register a new asset, how does the, the logistics sector do register? So we are just doing phases. After all these phases are complete, uh, we will start uh, uh, acting on the SOP projects and all that part. So we, we have now the data, what we will, will generate from it. And then we, with this kind of data, we will uh, do another phase and tell, how do I, we evidence this to the customer? How do I, and bring this kind of value to our customer, right? Absolutely. And Marco, uh, that brings me to my next question, which you just touched upon. Data, right? Which is mm -hmm. exactly what is the most valuable asset that's coming out of all of this uh, visibility and sensor implementation that you're doing within the factory. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about the kind of, kind of, um, value that this data data is providing to you or can provide in the future? What's the kind of analytics uh, and reporting uh, that's of most interest to you uh, from the data that's coming out of monitoring all of these assets in your facility? Uh, data data is like it's my passion, right? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a data analyst, so uh, I brief this every day. Right? And um, we are, we are still generating its data, but uh, while we generate it, we will we will have a, a wish list of uh, analytics, right? We will start. We will we, we already think of the the end of journey, right? And one of the most uh, valuable uh, visualization uh, products that we will generate in the future are the 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 WIP products, you know, and how much WIP by each kind of products when we have active in our site, uh, or in which if the stage of the process it's seen, it's, it's, it's within, so we can have a detailed uh, detailed view of our working capital. We really detail, not depending only on. On ERP or MS systems, we we have no we know that this that piece is this number, and it's it's linked to the 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 MRP so to the to watch over in the detail costs. So it really needs the 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 information from us from the the physical side to the digital side, you know, the digital data. Now, the visibility is the main hook from the digital to to the to the physical part. And once you're able to do that, uh, what are the kind of um, derived value you see in terms of um, for your manufacturing plant, for your customers, uh, and for the different teams? And functions uh, at Gerda. Uh, well, we, we can explicitly this kind of uh, value for each team. Each team has its valuable information, uh, right? Um, as you can see, I can give some examples uh, by an engineering perspective. Uh, I have some products with the kind of quality problems that stopped in the 
the quality assurance area, which products it's then I I will we wouldn't need to to search it. I will I will have the the ability to allocate the the logistics areas to hey my, this that this piece is within my production line, but it's a uh, it's a blocked it's a blocked uh, a blocked in analysis uh, product. You have to start it in the the right place so the production can make a doesn't have a margin to make an error. You know, it's like a, it's a keeping over the, the production line. As a production line, we, we have this critical product that's coming from a, from a, an homologation process from a critical, critical customer, a new customer, for example. We have to know exactly uh, which part of the process is so we can and we schedule it uh, correctly. And uh, after this, this schedule that we have to involve the logistics to move the piece and it has to be there. We, we need to know where the piece is. And from a SOP perspective, it's about the, the times that the, the product line takes and in which site they takes. So we can have a more uh, quality over the, the, the Pointing system of uh, MAS systems, MIS systems, and uh, for controlling area, we can uh, have the the detailed with uh, uh, the work capital of the, the the of the each product line in details, detail of about uh, what really is in within the site. So we have a lot of uh, values generated. And from our commercial point of view, for the, that impacts directly is in the customer, uh, we can have a more assertive, assertive assertiveness in the, the scheduling process, the, also the delivering delivery schedule for the customer. Wow, this is interesting. So I think there is this kind of gives me the perspective of what you meant by you know marrying the digital with the physical because you know you already have the digital laid out and now you're actually matching the physical physical with the um, with the digital and what you're really trying to do here is uh, you are trying to ensure that there's a proactive approach right mm -hmm. so before you know that something is idling or before um, something is going to reach the shipping point uh, you will now have the data to actually schedule what should happen next and do it definitively so because you now know exactly where uh, that particular component is lying in the process. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, the data we, we are already had, uh, we, we already know how much each piece costs, but the, the hook that brings the physical to the digital, it's uh, it's like a safety lock on, on, on the on, on possible problems that can happen. So we know we have you know, the palm of our hands, the the information like uh, this piece has its hooking with the system and we have we will ensure it's it's within the, the site you now. Marco, you also mentioned one thing in the beginning, which was about the safety of the item. So could you tell me a little bit about um, this aspect in the consideration when you were implementing visibility? So, uh, with the, the kind of uh, 
uh, information that we have, we, we doesn't do it, for example, right? We we don't need to to expose a, a person to to search for items, you know. So we we can check system system in the system where the the item is. So we have to expose a lot of less our work is searching for items, you know. And we have a premises from uh, from safety perspective that uh, the less you expose a, a person to the to this to the working area, it's, it's the less is the less margin for for our incidents, right? Marco, this was fascinating because um, tracking is not something new when it comes to assets within the facility. But um, your journey of evaluating the technologies that avail that was that was that were available in the market, um, the fact that passive did not really work for you, and you had to actually use uh, uh, sensors uh, which were BLE enabled uh, and could provide you with active monitoring. Uh, and all of the data points, the reports, uh, the analytics that you are looking at and merging all of this physical data and insights with your digital, uh, I think puts you in a place where you're truly transforming the manufacturing supply chain from right from the part where uh, your production starts, right? And uh, of course, delivering the customer experience, which seems really matter to you, which is uh, delivering these products as committed uh, when you're on a make to order model uh, by leveraging the power of visibility. So Marco, thank you so much for explaining your experience and journey with implementing supply chain visibility in a manufacturing supply chain. Uh, we got some wonderful insights from you. Uh, so thank you for your time and look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you, Brian. Sorry to talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us this time. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Supply Chain Tech Podcast with Roby. If you'd like to support us and invest in yourself while you're at it, visit roby.com. You'll find blogs, ebooks, case studies, webinar discussions, digital solutions, and a bunch of other helpful resources about supply chain visibility and the related technologies. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next time.